section twenty part one chapter four continued of the four horsemen of the apocalypse by vicente blasco ibanez this librivox recording is in the public domain argensola was listening with astonishment to this outpouring of conceit all the great nations had passed through the fever of imperialism the greeks aspired to world rule because they were the most civilized and believed themselves the most fit to give civilization to the rest of mankind the romans upon conquering countries implanted law and rule of justice the french of the revolution and the empire justified their invasions on the plea that they wished to liberate mankind and spread abroad new ideas even the spaniards of the sixteenth century when battling half of europe for religious unity and the extermination of heresy were working toward their ideals obscure and perhaps erroneous but disinterested all the nations of history had been struggling for something which they had considered generous and above their own interests germany alone according to this professor was trying to impose itself upon the world in the name of racial superiority a superiority that nobody had recognized that she was arrogating to herself coating her affirmations with a varnish of false science until now wars have been carried on by the soldiery continued hartrott that which is now going to begin will be waged by a combination of soldiers and professors in its preparation the university has taken as much part as the military staff german science leader of all sciences is united forever with what the latin revolutionists disdainfully term militarism force mistress of the world is what creates right that which our truly unique civilization imposes our armies are the representatives of our culture and in a few weeks we shall free the world from its decadence completely rejuvenating it the vision of the immense future of his race was leading him on to expose himself with lyrical enthusiasm william first bismarck all the heroes of past victories inspired his veneration but he spoke of them as dying gods whose hour had passed they were glorious ancestors of modest pretensions who had confined their activities to enlarging the frontiers and to establishing the unity of the empire afterwards opposing themselves with the prudence of valetudinarians to the daring of the new generation their ambitions went no further than a continental hegemony but now william second had leaped into the arena the complex hero that the country required lamprecht my master has pictured his greatness it is tradition and the future method and audacity like his grandfather the emperor holds the conviction of what monarchy by the grace of god represents but his vivid and modern intelligence recognizes and accepts modern conditions at the same time that he is romantic feudal and a supporter of the agrarian conservatives he is also an up-to-date man who seeks practical solutions and shows a utilitarian spirit in him are correctly balanced instinct and reason germany guided by this hero had according to hartrott been concentrating its strength and recognizing its true path the university supported him even more unanimously than the army why store up so much power and maintain it without employment 
the empire of the world belongs to the german people the historians and philosophers disciples of treitschke were taking it upon themselves to frame the rights that would justify this universal domination and lamprecht the psychological historian like the other professors was launching the belief in the absolute superiority of the germanic race it was just that it should rule the world since it only had the power to do so this tellurian germanization was to be of immense benefit to mankind the earth was going to be happy under the dictatorship of a people born for mastery the german state tentacular potency would eclipse with its glory the most imposing empire of the past and present gott mit uns who will be able to deny as my master says that there exists a christian german god the great ally who is showing himself to our enemies the foreigners as a strong and jealous divinity desnoyers was listening to his cousin with astonishment and at the same time looking at argensola who with a flutter of his eyes seemed to be saying to him he is mad these germans are simply mad with pride meanwhile the professor unable to curb his enthusiasm continued expounding the grandeur of his race from his viewpoint the providential kaiser had shown inexplicable weakenings he was too good and too kind delicie generis humani as had said professor lasson another of hartrott's masters able to overthrow everything with his annihilating power the emperor was limiting himself merely to maintaining peace but the nation did not wish to stop there and was pushing its leader until it had him started it was useless now to put on the brakes he who does not advance recedes that was the cry of pan-germanism to the emperor he must press on in order to conquer the entire world and now war comes continued the pedant we need the colonies of the others even though bismarck through an error of his stubborn old age exacted nothing at the time of universal distribution letting england and france get possession of the best lands we must control all countries that have germanic blood and have been civilized by our forebears hartrott enumerated these countries holland and belgium were german france through the franks was one-third teutonic blood italy here the professor hesitated recalling the fact that this nation was still an ally certainly a little insecure but still united by diplomatic bonds he mentioned nevertheless the longobards and other races coming from the north spain and portugal had been populated by the ruddy goth and also belonged to the dominant race and since the majority of the nations of america were of spanish and portuguese origin they should also be included in this recovery it is a little premature to think of these last nations just yet added the doctor modestly but some day the hour of justice will sound after our continental triumph we shall have time to think of their fate north america also should receive our civilizing influence for there are living millions of germans who have created its greatness he was talking of the future conquests as though they were marks of distinction with which his country was going to favor other countries these were to continue living politically the same as before with their individual governments but subject to the teutons like miners requiring the strong hand of a master 
they would form the universal united states with the hereditary and all-powerful president the emperor of germany receiving all the benefits of germanic culture working disciplined under his industrial direction but the world is ungrateful and human badness always opposes itself to progress we have no illusions sighed the professor with lofty sadness we have no friends all look upon us with jealousy as dangerous beings because we are the most intelligent the most active and have proved ourselves superior to all others but since they no longer love us let them fear us as my friend mann says although culture is the spiritual organization of the world it does not exclude bloody savagery when that becomes necessary culture sanctifies the demon within us and is above morality reason and science we are going to impose culture by force of the cannon argensola continued saying with his eyes they are crazy crazy with pride what can the world expect of such people desnoyers here intervened in order to brighten this gloomy monologue with a little optimism war had not yet been positively declared the diplomats were still trying to arrange matters perhaps it might all turn out peaceably in the last minute as had so often happened before his cousin was seeing things entirely distorted by an aggressive enthusiasm oh the ironical ferocious and cutting smile of the doctor argensola had never known old madariaga but it nevertheless occurred to him that in this fashion sharks must smile although he too had never seen a shark it is war boomed hartrott when i left germany fifteen days ago i knew that war was inevitable the certainty with which he said this dissipated all julio's hope moreover this man's trip on the pretext of seeing his mother disquieted him on what mission had dr julius von hartrott come to paris well then asked desnoyers why so many diplomatic interviews why does the german government intervene at all although in such a lukewarm way in the struggle between austria and servia would it not be better to declare war right out the professor replied with simplicity our government undoubtedly wishes that the others should declare the war the role of outraged dignity is always the most pleasing one and justifies all ulterior resolutions however extreme they may seem there are some of our people who are living comfortably and do not desire war it is expedient to make them believe that those who impose it upon us are our enemies so that they may feel the necessity of defending themselves only superior minds reach the conviction of the great advancement that can be accomplished by the sword alone and that war as our grand treschke says is the highest form of progress again he smiled with a ferocious expression morality from his point of view should exist among individuals only to make them more obedient and disciplined for morality per se impedes governments and should be suppressed as a useless obstacle for the state there exists neither truth nor falsehood it only recognizes the utility of things the glorious bismarck in order to consummate the war with france the base of german grandeur had not hesitated to falsify a telegraphic dispatch and remember that he is the most glorious hero of our time history looks leniently upon his heroic feat who would accuse the one who triumphs professor hans delbruck has written with 
reason blessed be the hand that falsified the telegram of ems it was convenient to have the war break out immediately in order that events might result favorably for germany whose enemies are totally unprepared preventive war was recommended by general bernhardi and other illustrious patriots it would be dangerous indeed to defer the declaration of war until the enemies had fortified themselves so that they should be the ones to make war besides to the germans what kind of deterrence could law and other fictions invented by weak nations possibly be no they had the power and power creates new laws if they proved to be the victors history would not investigate too closely the means by which they had conquered it was germany that was going to win and the priests of all cults would finally sanctify with their chance the blessed war if it led to triumph we are not making war in order to punish the servian regicides nor to free the poles nor the others oppressed by russia stopping there in admiration of our disinterested magnanimity we wish to wage it because we are the first people of earth and should extend our activity over the entire planet germany's hour has sounded we are going to take our place as the powerful mistress of the world the place which spain occupied in former centuries afterwards france and england to-day what those people accomplished in a struggle of many years we are going to bring about in four months the storm flag of the empire is now going to wave over nations and oceans the sun is going to shine on a great slaughter old rome sick unto death called barbarians the germans who opened the grave the world to-day also smells death and will surely call us barbarians so be it when tangiers and toulouse ambert and calais have become submissive to german barbarism then we will speak further of this matter we have the power and who has that needs neither to hesitate nor to argue power that is the beautiful word the only word that rings true and clear power one sure stab and all argument is answered forever but are you so sure of victory asked desnoyers sometimes destiny gives us great surprises there are hidden forces that we must take into consideration or they may overturn the best laid plans the smile of the doctor became increasingly scornful and arrogant everything had been foreseen and studied out long ago with the most minute germanic method what had they to fear the enemy most to be reckoned with was france incapable of resisting the enervating moral influences the sufferings the strain and privations of war a nation physically debilitated and so poisoned by revolutionary spirit that it had laid aside the use of arms through an exaggerated love of comfort our generals he announced are going to leave her in such a state that she will never again cross our path there was russia too to consider but her amorphous masses were slow to assemble and unwieldy to move the executive staff of berlin had timed everything by measure for crushing france in four weeks and would then lead its enormous forces against the russian empire before it could begin action we shall finish with the bear after killing the cock 
affirmed the professor triumphantly but guessing some objection from his cousin he hastened on i know what you were going to tell me there remains another enemy one that has not yet leaped into the lists but which all the germans are waiting for that one inspires more hatred than all the others put together because it is of our blood because it is a traitor to the race ah how we loathe it and in the tone in which these words were uttered throbbed an expression of hatred and a thirst for vengeance which astonished both listeners even though england attack us continued hartrott we shall conquer notwithstanding this adversary is not more terrible than the others for the past century she has ruled the world upon the fall of napoleon she seized the continental hegemony and will fight to keep it but what does her energy amount to as our bernhardi says the english people are merely a nation of renters and sportsmen their army is formed from the dregs of the nation the country lacks military spirit we are a people of warriors and it will be an easy thing for us to conquer the english debilitated by a false conception of life the doctor paused then added we are counting on the internal corruption of our enemies on their lack of unity god will aid us by sowing confusion among these detested people in a few days you will see his hand revolution is going to break out in france at the same time as war the people of paris will build barricades in the streets and the scenes of the commune will repeat themselves tunis algiers and all their other possessions are about to rise against the metropolis argensola seized the opportunity to smile with an aggressive incredulity i repeat it insisted hartrott that this country is going to have internal revolution and colonial insurrection i know perfectly well what i am talking about russia will also break out into revolution with a red flag that will force the czar to beg for mercy on his knees you have only to read the papers of the recent strikes in st petersburg and the manifestations of the strikers with the pretext of president poincare's visit england will see her appeals to her colonies completely ignored india is going to rise against her and egypt too will seize this opportunity for her emancipation julio was beginning to be impressed by these affirmations enunciated with such oracular certainty and he felt almost irritated at the incredulous argensola who continued looking insolently at the seer repeating with his winking eyes he is insane insane with with pride the man certainly must have strong reasons for making such awful prophecies his presence in paris just at this time was difficult for desnoyers to understand and gave to his words a mysterious authority but the nations will defend themselves he protested to his cousin victory will not be such a very simple thing as you imagine yes they will defend themselves and the struggle will be fiercely contested it appears that of late years france has been paying some attention to her army we shall undoubtedly encounter some resistance triumph may be somewhat difficult but we are going to prevail you have no idea to what extent the offensive power of germany has attained nobody knows with certainty beyond the frontiers if our foes should comprehend it in all its immensity they would fall on their knees beforehand to beg for mercy thus obviating the necessity for useless sacrifices 
end of section twenty recording by tony oliva albuquerque new mexico